Rio Rancho Radio 92.9. We are brought to you this morning by United Plumbing and Heating, TJ's Evergreen Herbal Market, and Pam Harris's Peak Quail Realty, all Rio Rancho businesses. It is time to find out what is going on in the City of Vision with our mayor, Greg Hull. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Derek, and good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Mayor Hull Show right here in Rio Rancho, where we're going to try to tell you all the great things that are happening around our community. Derek, I got to tell you, I, I love our community. I think we have just the greatest community right here in Rear Rancho and I always like to give a quick shout out to all the residents. I've got so many people out there that send me so many nice little well wishes. At the office I get all these nice cards that say thank you, appreciate all you're doing and I'm just so grateful for all of that and I just want to express my gratitude for each and every one of uh, the citizens and as a matter of fact this past week I was out walking some streets and ran into some people that were just either out in front of their houses or just coming home and I was just out walking an area where we just recently repaved uh, a lot of streets in this general area and it's over in district one that's Jim Owens district and Jim along with all the other city councilors has been fighting very hard to to get as many roads fixed as he can in his district and of course all of the city councilors are always working to try to get money into their districts to get stuff fixed. Jim's got some older, older neighborhoods over there in District 1, some yes. of the original neighborhoods, right? And as you go up into Tarpon and, and off of Lisbon up in there, there's a lot of residential streets that need to be done. And, you know, we're starting to really get into those residential streets. But as you go up to Tarpon and you get into this area of Hydra and there's some roads up in there, I wanted to go see because I'd heard all those roads had wrapped up in that they were pretty much finished. And so what I like to do is drive into the area, park my car, and just walk around the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. you know, and just, just see how everything turned out. And if I run into somebody, I'll say, hey, how do you feel this project went? And of course, the folks I ran into, they were just absolutely grateful. She said, yeah, we we tried to help the construction crew anytime we could. My neighbor was taking them to Molly's and we were doing this and we were doing that. And they were just so nice. And it's it's great to hear people come out and say, we really appreciate that these roads finally got fixed. And look, we're working toward all of them. This isn't the last of them. And they're not the only folks that are going to get these roads. But when you think about the folks that are over on St. Andrews, mm-hmm. we finished that one up last year. And then there's some folks over off of, I want to say it's May Circle that we got over in the old Rio Rancho Estates area. And there's a few roads in through there. 19th got repaved uh, as you go through the old Rio Rancho Estates. So roads are getting done everywhere. But in this particular area, this was more of a residential focus because we are starting to get to the residential side of this because we've gotten most of the main roads redone, Mm -hmm. right? Most of the main roads throughout the city. You're starting to be able to drive on more good roads than bad. And so our quality of infrastructure structure over the last eight years has markably improved over the years. So I remember when we didn't have two nickels to rub together to throw into a pothole, you know, so, and, and here we are. I was talking to somebody the other day about all the things that are happening in the city and the way we're managing the finances. And uh, I talked to other community leaders and their jaw drops when I tell them some of the stuff that we're getting done. They're like, wow, how are you getting all that accomplished? Well, we have a great city council right now. Then uh, we've got a great city staff and they're working very hard to get the work done. And the primary focus of any city is infrastructure, quality of life, public safety. And so I was out walking the streets, 
and ran into some very nice people and they were very happy. And I said, okay, well, we got your road done, but we need you to keep supporting, you know, road initiatives yes. in the city because we've got others to go, right? Yeah, it's not like just because yours is done, you don't have to vote for it anymore. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Which brings me to the election is we do have an election going on. Early voting is happening right now at the Broadmoor Senior Center. I already went and voted, so that's out of the way. Well, you work up there. I, yeah, I work very close to there, yes. So it's easy for me to swing by, cast my vote and be done with it, right? But I want to remind everybody, there are three questions on the ballot. Now, when I went to vote, I didn't vote for a city councilor because there are three city council races right now. I didn't vote for a city councilor because in my district, I live in District 5, my city councilor wasn't up for re-election. And so with that, all I had to do is go by and answer the three questions. And the first question is, are you in favor of the road bond? or not. The second question, are you in favor of the public safety bond or not? The third question, are you in favor of the quality of life bond or not? Now, the Rhodes bond, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. We've talked about that here on the radio station about the roads that are targeted. The big one is Lima Road. That's a huge one, and it runs right in front of Lincoln Middle School. Right. And, and that Lima Road is in one of the older neighborhoods. And Lima Road also has a lot of infrastructure underneath that needs to be replaced. So just parallel to Lima Road, we have Spring Road, which just wrapped up. And as I walk through these neighborhoods and I kind of walk down the job site and I talk to the individuals that are there over off of Tarpon, where I talked to this one lady off of Hydra Road, she says, oh, I was really impressed. You know, you guys uh, replaced all the pipes underneath the road at the same time. And I'm like, yes, ma'am, that's yes. what, you know, yeah. I said, if we're going to repave a road, we're going to get the infrastructure underneath the road replaced while we're doing it. So that way we don't rip into a brand new road to fix a pipe that could have been replaced while we had the road up. So these are just common sense things. Yeah. You know, Derek, you and I have talked about this for years and years now, but we approach it in a way to where we have the money to fix the road we got to have the money to fix the pipes and you have to work to get some of this money in all the money that we use to fix things doesn't come from these bonds but we do use these bonds to leverage additional funding okay so if we have 10 million dollars in road dollars in road bond money then we can say hey we've got these 10 million dollars to allocate to projects and look to see if there's state or federal funding that we can use as what we call matching dollars. And they will match some of the money that we put in there, sometimes up to 95%. I'd love to get that kind of a deal at a store where yeah. I would say, hey, if I put in five bucks, will you kick in the other 95? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So that would be great, right? Uh, nice I mean, return, who, yeah. who doesn't like an investment like that? I thought it was funny. You had... Uh posted something on your Facebook page where you found a couple of lost dogs and was able to get them back to their home. And all these people are posting stuff like, we wish you were our mayor. They didn't live in Rio Rancho and they wish that, and I thought that was kind of funny. Well, yeah, you'll see me out walking streets, just making sure that things are happening. Saving dogs. Saving dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Saving dogs. I've picked up a few, but I figured they look kind of like locals. So I thought, well, I'll put a Facebook post up. And one of the things that we are stressed on right now is we are stressed at the Animal Resource Center. We don't want to take any dogs or cats over there if we can return them. Fortunately, those two dogs were microchipped. And, and I want to once again give a shout out to our animal control officers. We had an officer show up. He scanned the dog. He's got a scanner right there in the truck. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, they both had microchips. He was able to sit there and actually 
start making phone calls to find out who the owner was and then found out who the owner was, went by and dropped the animals back wow. at the house. Now so that's service. That is service. They didn't even have to come get them. And uh, yeah, so that's great. But I do want to take the moment to plug the fact that because our Animal Resource Center is a little bit overtaxed right at the moment with a lot of extra visitors, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> as we'll call them, yes. um, we are running a special, okay? on adoptions. Now, normally our February adoption fee would be $50. And that doesn't even cover what we do because before we adopt them, we we do the spade and the neuter and we'll microchip them and we'll do all that stuff for you. So when you take your new fur baby home, we know how to get that fur baby back to you as quickly as possible. So we take the opportunity when these animals come into the Animal Resource Center that we Go ahead and do the spade and neuter and, and the microchipping so we can make sure that they stay at their forever home. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, our normal adoption fee is normally about 100 bucks. We had it discounted down by 50% in January to try to help get some of the population out and get these pets home. But for February, we are having a $14 adoption fee. Wow. So it's... Super, super cheap. Obviously, we're not doing this for the money, no. right? We're not doing this for the money. But we do need these beautiful animals to find a forever home, right? And so right now, we are running an adoption special, $14. So head on over to the Animal Resource Center, which is over on Northern Boulevard. And I can give you the address. It's 3441 Northern Boulevard, Northeast, Okay, so head on over there, or you can give them a call at 505-891-5075, and they will be happy to make an appointment with you to come by, show you the fun pets that are in there right now that are looking for a permanent place to live. And I know you'll find one, you'll fall in love. We've done it twice. We have Sheldon and we have Cooper. Both of them came from the Animal Resource Center, so we love them to death. But we're not allowed to go over there anymore because every time we go over there, we see another one. And- <laughs> And we're we're tempted to go ahead and bring another one home. Mm -hmm. And as much as we love Sheldon and Cooper, and they are fun as ever, with Carrie working full-time and me working full-time, we would like to be able to spend more time with them, right? So we do what we can with that. But right now, we want to find these pets a forever home. So if you're looking for a forever friend, you can find one at the Animal Resource Center. The adoption fees are $14 right now. So we've got all that going on here here in the city. And that's why, once again, I just say how much I really love our community. Yeah. Do you have to be a Rio Rancho resident because people are listening to us all over. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on up. If you find the pet that you just love right there at uh, Animal Resource Center, come and get that fur baby. Anything you know. we can do to home a pet. Okay. That's that's what we want to do. We do want to home a pet. And I will tell you, our live release rate is what it's called. Our live release rate at the at the Animal Resource Center has always been really, really, really good. Very high percentages of either getting the animals back to they're human. We'll call mm-hmm. it that, right? right? <laughs> or finding a new human. <laughs> or finding a new human or getting them out to other shelters, right, where they can be adopted there. So we've got that. And as a matter of fact, recently this year, we added a specialist that does nothing but call the various different shelters so that we can get animals to shelters as quickly as possible. So we've got somebody that's working on that that just does that all day long. And they coordinate some of the volunteers that work there at the Animal Resource Center. So we've got, yeah, so we've got some stuff so going 
you're on there. Yeah, and I, I have a beef, but this isn't a Rio Rancho specific problem, but I never thought we'd need a law for this, but I think we're going to have to pass a law, Mayor, that says when the light turns green, you have to go. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have missed multiple lights because the person at, up front is texting and doesn't see the light Yeah, and, and let me remind you, texting and driving is distracted driving and it's illegal and it can really cause some major damage or injure or kill somebody. And so let me remind everybody that there is a law that says you shouldn't be texting and yeah. driving. And if you weren't texting and driving, you might see that green light and go. That's uh, Maybe I, we need to put bells. You know, in the old days, you used to have a bell when <laughs> yeah, the thing would change, you know, and so you can hear the, it and know it's time to go. Ring the bell, exactly. Yeah. When it turns green, a bell rings. I will remind everybody, one of the biggest things that we talk about at City Hall, and it's a constant ongoing conversation, Derek, to that point, is distracted, reckless, speeding, driving. And this is something that goes on throughout the entire community. So we're always trying to work to figure out what we can do to make people more aware, to pay attention, because we live in a day and age where you've got digital screens on your dashboard. You've got on-screen displays right there on your windshield. Mm -hmm. When I have my GPS running, my cell phone's on a holster right up on the dashboard, right? right? And but I'm sure it talks to you. It you does. don't have to look at it for a map. It'll tell you turn left here. Turn yes, right it there. tells me exactly. It tells me exactly where to turn. And I do the hands-free thing. And it's just so easy. There's so many things that create so many distractions. And so we just want to remind everybody, park the phone well, your car's in drive. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will admit to eating while driving, and I drink water. I have bottled yeah. of water like you have there. But uh, I've never tried shaving while I was in the Oh, car. yeah, no, never done that. No. <laughs> nope, nope, never done that. I will say that I had a, a breakfast burrito while I was headed to work yeah, in the morning I've or a cup that. of coffee. But I've seen some people that have got the cell phone in their hand. They've got food in one hand, yeah. cell phone in the steering other. Steering with their knee. Steering yeah. with their knee. And uh, it can get a little bit dangerous. So remember, you're sharing the road with thousands of other people. And we want every one of you to get home to your families. We want every one of you to get home to your family. So that takes a little bit of personal responsibility. So drive safe. Yes. I need all the I, listeners I, think I can we, get. I think right? we chased a squirrel there yes. or a rabbit or whatever. Well, I couldn't help it. That's when I, I hit that. So I had to run down to uh, a tower site, take 528 straight down to Coors all the way into the South Valley. And I cannot tell you how many times I had to sit for two or three cycles because people don't go when the light changes. It's green yeah. and nobody's going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Well, anyway. then you don't get all the cars through the cycle and yes, then exactly. they stack up and stack up and stack to up. To the light before it. Yeah, and then they're backed up. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so there's my beef. For well, the there's day. your beef. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we've got another event coming up. Summertime is approaching rapidly, so we need everybody to get geared up for these various different events. So you remember last year we had the Cabazon Parks Shop local market where people brought their local wares and goods. In most cases, this is handcrafted stuff. You need to check in with the city of Rio Rancho Parks and Recreation Department to get more details about this. But the Cabazon local market is going to kick off Saturday, March 16th at 10 a.m. That's at Cabazon Park. So that's coming up pretty quick here. We're about a month away. So you can, I believe there's still room for you to sign up for spaces. And you can do that, get your booth space, and they'll give you all the details of what's required to have a booth space there. Or 
you know, if you just want to go and shop, I was there several times last year. There's some really cool stuff that people bring, and uh, I ended up buying a little bit of stuff here and there. So, well, it's yeah. handy for you. You could walk over there from your house. That's true. That's true. It is very close to my house. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but yes, the only problem with that park, and we've discussed this before, is parking. That is correct. Parking has been a problem. All of the parks that I'm aware of have some level of parking difficulty, but Cabazon has its own unique problems there. Haynes Park has a lot of problems yeah, for it's parking this huge as well. Park with this tiny parking lot. Right. But of course, City Center has a nice big park with plenty of parking. It does. That's why we've moved a few of the events out there, but we're not going to move every event no. out there. Right. No, I understand. So we've got this one at Cabazon Park. And they do a pretty good job of managing the parking, though. And they're going to have... You have to park on the street in a lot of cases, but you can. Yeah. They're going to have food trucks. They're going to have some other things here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Mark your calendars right now. Saturday, March 16th at 10 a.m. That's the Cabazon Parks Shop Local Market. And I want to encourage you to please go out to the City of Rio Rancho Parks, Recreation, and Community Service Department's Facebook page. I know that's a mouthful. Yes. But if you start searching City of Rio Rancho Parks, the rest of it will come up. And if you really want to know what's going on throughout the community, another one that's coming up, it's a uh, Rio Rancho staple, Saturday, March 23rd. It's already coming up, the Eggs and Beggin Pet oh, Parade. Yes, and that's right. Yeah, Eggs and Beggin is coming up. Where's that going to be? That's going to be at Cavazon Park as well. Okay. So it's the Eggs and Beggin Tacular, Pet-tacular. <laughs> event <laughs> emphasis on pet and uh, that's going to be saturday march 23rd at 10 a.m and run till 3 p.m and that is going to be located at the cabazon park and community center and there's a lot of people that seem to be interested in the event and so you come together for a petacular event have your pet's picture taken with the easter bunny and don't forget to bring their easter basket for the easter egg hunt dress up your pet in their best easter costume and uh, participate in the pet parade easter baskets filled with dog and cat goodies will be given to the first second and third place winners and all participants must have proof of vaccinations pets must be wearing tags to register for the event so there's a lot of details it's right here on the city's facebook page the city of rio rancho parks recreation and community services department facebook page and that's just another place. You can also find it on the city's website at rrnm.gov. Go to Parks and Rec. It's there. And you can register for all these events through the city's website. I went to, maybe it was this event, I don't remember, some kind of pet event at the uh, baseball park there off High Resort. And somebody hired us to do a live broadcast. And it was really cool because people in Rio Rancho have some really exotic dogs. Yes, that I'd never seen those breeds before. So it was kind of fun to see all these different breeds of your purebred dogs that yes. you know they show up there yeah absolutely no this is great another uh, item that's a real big popular one for Rio Rancho that's coming up and we'll be talking about this more because we've got a little extra time on this one but Saturday April 27th at 10 a.m. at City Center this one's at City Center the 22nd annual Park in the Park car oh, show. Yeah. All the, the old park cars the, come yeah. out. Yeah. The Park in the Park car show. But it would be great for you to get registered now. If you're going to put a car in here, get it entered now. 
because I'd love to break the record for cars in the show. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, something so, like 300 cars, as I recall. Yeah, 300, 310, I think is the highest number. So if we were to get to 350, we'd safely beat the record. Yeah. So not a lot going on other than the election. And I want to remind everybody, just go out and vote. Even if you don't have a city council race, there are three questions on the ballot I want to remind folks. Early voting is happening right now at Broadmoor Senior Center. And more voting locations will be opening up on February 17th. Then those will be spread out throughout the city. And those additional polling locations will stay open through March 5th, which is election day. So March 5th, Tuesday, March 5th is election day. And I can go to anyone I want now. I don't have to go to the one in my neighborhood. My name will be at all of them. Your name will be at all of them because in a municipal election, you must take your ID. Okay. They'll look, they'll make sure that you're registered. And I want to remind everybody also that there is same day voter registration as well. So you can register to vote. The best place to do that would be at Broadmoor Senior Center, because that is what they call the clerk's annex. That's where the city clerk has designated as the central location for all information. Okay. So they're set up for that. There. Correct. Okay. Correct. So go out and cast your vote. I know this is a midterm election and, and I think a lot of times people seem a little content around the midterms because there's not a mayor on the ballot and there's not a judge on the ballot. There's three city councilors. Yes. But when you have the other three city council districts that just have these bond questions. There's not a real high energy to get out and vote, but these are very important questions and they do impact your taxes. Okay. Now these don't cause a tax increase, but if they fail, your taxes would go down. And I think we talked about this on a $300,000 house, it'd go down at about $90 a year. The one thing that gets people out to vote, Mayor, is when there's like a big issue, a big problem that they want to fix when they Correct. go vote to change it. But everything is going so well in Rio Rancho, that's not happening this cycle. Rio Rancho's at the top of a lot of great lists. Quality of life, best city in the Southwest. Yeah, so there's no vote for change kind of thing like we hear about all the time. Right. People don't want to change. Right. There is a high level of contentment throughout the community. And I think people are generally happy that they're seeing all these great events. They're seeing a lot of work all over the city. We've added new libraries. We added new parks. We've got a new senior center. We've got positive growth in the jobs market with Intel adding the 700 jobs. And we've just got a lot of great things going on throughout the community. And that's why, once again, I'm just grateful to the people that take the time to say, hey, you know, Mayor, we live in a great community. We're proud to be a part of this community. I know that not everybody thinks that way of Rio Rancho, but the greater portion of individuals that live in Rio Rancho just think that Rio Rancho is the best community in the state and they love living here. They love being a part of the community. And and you see that. And so I just a big old shout out to all of the Rio Rancho citizens out there. I'm talking with Mayor Greg Hull of Rio Rancho. We do this every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. And if you missed it, we put it up on a podcast. That's right. The uh, Mayor of Rio Rancho podcast. You can Google that. If you're just tuning in late and you didn't catch the whole show, you can go back, listen to the Mayor Hull podcast or Mayor of Rio Rancho podcast. That's on Spotify. It is a free listen. But with that, Derek, I'm going to get out of here. So everybody go out, make it a great day, and God bless.